Welcome to the Fortress Podcast on MetalMachine.net, your home for all things pop culture, heavy metal, hard rock, comic books, animation, anime, comic books. Did I say comic books already? I think I did. Um, So uh, just for those who don't know, um, the Fortress is a podcast. It's been around for a bit. Uh, There was a different variation of it um, some months ago. Um, We're bringing it back and making it a little edgier. So it's going to be a little more adult content. You know, we'll be uh, uh, swearing when we want to swear, you know, like shit, fuck, piss, God damn it. Stuff like that. Um, And uh, we'll be, you know, uh, we're going to be shooting from the hip on this one. Uh, We're going to be talking comic books and all the new stuff that's going on and all the stuff that's going around and. All the stuff that's happening right now with DC and Marvel, uh, you know, Fear Itself, The New 52, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, join us every Monday. We're going to be uh, uploading every Monday. And then uh, possibly going uh, twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. So, let's see how it goes. Um, and if you're interested, if you like comic talk and you like to <clears throat> hear some bashing, some thrashing, some smashing, and some praising as well. You know, it's not going to be all about that. Uh, just, you know, uh, talking to true stuff here. Or what's true to us, I guess, you know. Uh, uh, we do want to mention uh, MetalMachine.net will be at the New York Comic Con this year. Uh, we're there every year. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this one. Uh, largest uh, um, comic book convention in the country, or the second largest, rather, behind San Diego. And um, this year, they will be doing uh, four days. They've got their like early press day on Thursday. So... Uh, you know, come on down, check us out. We'll be giving away a ton of free shit. Um, we always do. We will be one row over from the Marvel booth. I think we're like at booth 440 or something. I'll get the, the right booth number next week and uh, we'll broadcast it and tell you guys to come on down and check us out. Uh, if you like free stuff, you know, we're giving it away. We give away all kinds of free stuff, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah, join us. The MetalMachine.net booth at the New York Comic Con, October 13th through the 16th. Uh, get your tickets because uh, they're selling out fast with that show, man. That's, uh, that's a big one. So, um, yeah, come on down if you're in the New York area. So let's jump in with, uh, I guess, the new 52. Everyone's talking about it. They've been all over the news, CNN, USA Today. You know, DC's revamping their universe for those people who are living under a rock. They're uh, revamping the universe, and uh, everything's just been like, you know, superheroes have only been around for like five years, and, you know, uh, people are afraid of them. They don't know what to think about them. Uh, But uh, some of the things a little, you know, I was reading a couple of books, and it seems that they haven't gotten everything. I guess they haven't let all the information out yet, but, you know, it seems that Green Lantern jumped off from the uh, ending of the last Green Lantern book, but Justice League is literally a brand new book where the the heroes have just recently met. So, um... It's going to take a little used to uh, getting used to for the older people who have been reading books, you know, as you know, like myself. And uh, I got to say, I wasn't overly excited about this whole revamping crap. You know, it's like they've done it so many times already. It's like, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths was the roadmap to revamping that universe. And George Perez and Marv Wolfman did such a good job doing that. That DC doesn't know what the fuck they're doing when they're doing all these new books. They have no clue what's going on. Hopefully, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee and Dan uh, Didio or Didio or I can never pronounce that guy's name. I don't know which way is it. Anyway, we, you you know who I'm talking about. Um, cool guy. Uh, I've interviewed him a couple of times. Um, 
it seems that they're getting you know they got together and they they figured out this is what we're gonna do after Flashpoint and uh, how we're gonna reset the universe yet again. You know, I guess they're gonna try to get new readers in. Uh, that way, you don't have to know a thousand million years of Superman history and Batman history. You could jump right in now and just read these books. That's the premise, I guess. Right? That's the theory. So, um, I gotta say, I picked up some of the books, or actually all of the books, and uh, I've been reading some Batman books. Are pretty cool. You know, you know they're gonna probably do a good job with those. Nightwing was good. I liked it. Uh, haven't read Static Shot yet. Superboy, I can't touch. Doesn't look good. Anything, any like anything, I would want to read. Resurrection Man, very surprised on that one. Batwing, I would never read. Uh, anything Legion, I can never read. Uh, I tried to give Legion a chance. I can't do it. The whole uh, future thing in the past and the past and the future and all the time traveling thing, no one ever gets that right. Please find me a, a person that could ever get time travel stuff right. They can't do it. The Demon, surprisingly good. A um, lot of cool uh, sub-characters in there like Randall Savage and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I would say pick that one up. That's a pretty interesting book. Uh, of course, the Justice League book. It's got the heavy hitters, Jim Lee, Jeff Johns. Uh, those books are, are pretty good. So That book, rather, is a pretty good book. Uh, it, it read like a Brave and the Bold book. That's what everybody's talking about. But uh, give it a little chance, I guess. It's going to be a slow build on that one. So don't expect you know super stuff uh, coming out of that one so quick. But... They did announce that the first villain was going to be Darkseid. So that's a good thing. That's a plus. Um, I do want to talk about something that happened, though. Um, some, it seems like a pattern that's going on at DC. And it's, uh, you know, uh, the whole thing, I guess everybody's been talking about it online. The whole Red Hood thing, you know, the Red Hood and the Outlaws. It's one of the books. And it's got Starfire, uh, Roy Harper, who is, uh, I guess, what is he, Red Arrow still? Uh, and uh, Jason Todd as Red Hood. And, you know, they're like, I guess outlaws that joined together because they have that common thread that they're outlaws. But the thing that the, the book reads really good. The story is really good. And, um, it's by Scott Lobdell, uh, and, uh, Kenneth Rackafort. Did I even say Scott Lobdell? Right. No. Is it Lobdell? Lobdell? Oh, whatever. Um, the story was pretty good. What got me really rattled, uh, and pissed off was the whole treatment of Starfire. They made her into a whore. She's a common strumpet. For those people that don't know what that word is, it's, you know, a whore. She's a slore, a slut whore. She's banging around. I mean, everybody, Tom, Dick, and Harry, whatever she can find. And uh, she's just sleeping with everyone in the book. And it's ridiculous. It's, uh, I mean, you know, the demonization of women, the, the victimization of women is horrible. You know, listen, uh, I'm no prude, man. You know, I like women just like everybody else does, you know. Uh, but this is ridiculous shit that they're putting in this book. And it just it wasn't even warranted in the book. They're making her look like a fucking dingbat, you know. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, she needs to have sex with everybody in, in the four corners. It's ridiculous stuff. We're going to talk more about that. Um, and a couple of other things, uh, games by Marv Wolfman and uh, George Perez, a long-awaited uh, graphic novel, just came out as well. We're going to talk about that and uh, a couple of other things. Come on back. This is JR. You're listening to The Fortress. Come on down to the Koch Comics Warehouse Sale, September 30th through October 2nd. 
tons of comics, trades, toys, t-shirts, and lots more. The Koch Comics Warehouse is located at 206 41st Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11232. Phone number is 718-768-8571. For directions, call 718-768-8571. Thousands and thousands of dollar comic books. Fun for all ages. Come down to the Koch Comics Warehouse sale, September 30th through October 2nd. 206 41st Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11232. Call 718-768-8571. 718-768-8571. We are back. You're listening to The Fortress on MetalMachine.net. So we were talking about, before the break, um, uh, about the Red Hood book, Red Hood and the Outlaws, one of the new 52 books uh, put out by DC. And uh, I was, you know, talking about how they've made a Starfire into like a whore. You know, she's just like a, like a prostitute kind of chick, you know. She's just not getting paid for it, you know. Um, it's terrible that they do that in these books because it's like, you know, I get, you know, the whole gratuity of what they want to do and they want to sensationalize and they want to shock and they want to do all this kind of stuff. But Jesus Christ, DC, you've got so much press already going on. You know, if I wanted to see stuff like this, I'd just go buy a fucking Maxim book, you know, and, you know, I get more color, more chicks for uh, you know, bang for your buck. No pun intended, but, you know, I mean, come on. This is ridiculous stuff. You know, they're probably going to try to do some kind of big reveal later on. They're going to say, well, you don't you don't know why she's, you know, banging out all the guys in the book. You know, there's a there's a reason for it. You know, we're going to we're going to reveal it in issue five, you know, get it ready for the graphic novel form of it. You know, I mean. That's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't matter what the reason is for. You know, it doesn't matter that they're going to say this is how she controls men. And it's such bullshit when men who write books about women and demeaning them say, well, the women are in control. That's like the porn actress who's directed by the guy who produces the movie, who's also a guy and has her banged out by 40 guys in a <clears throat> in a in a porn uh, film. And then. You know, they come out and the woman will say, you know, yeah, I was pounded out by 40 guys, but I was in control. I picked the size of the dicks and I picked the guys that were going to fuck me and all that kind of stuff. Like, give me a break. What is that? That's like you're not in control. You're being used and abused. And if that's your choice, that's fine. At least you had a choice in it. When they're doing drawings and they're writing this stuff up, you know, it's just they're demeaning the character and they're demeaning women at the same time, you know. Gail Simone has talked about this a lot. You know, she's had issues with comic books, uh, DC, uh, um, as a matter of fact, with the way they do things, you know, and the way they treat women is terrible. You know, I mean, I, I understand it's a comic book. It's all fun. It's all jazz. We're all having fun here. Right. But, you know, it, it does, you know, come down to something a little more different. You know, if you guys haven't, you know, lived in the world in the past two or three years or in the past five years, you know, the the victimization of women in the in this country is ridiculous you know you've got target selling you know uh, 10 you know 10 year olds you know padded bras and you've got you know all this stuff on the internet obviously so we don't need any more of it listen i'm no prude by any means i hate any kind of censoring of anything i hate it all but i'm just saying you know dc doesn't need to be going down this road it's ridiculous shit you know it's like it's terrible stuff it's there's no need for this kind of stuff you know um, but you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do. You know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, speaking to uh, you know maybe Marv Wolfman at the New York Comic Con, and I want to ask him about it because. 
the character's always been known as being flirtatious and being more outgoing, you know, and uh, being, uh, you know, being with, uh, you know, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, and, and, and that sort of stuff, and, you know, how, you know, they used to be in, in those comic books. But, you know, she was in love with the guy, you know, so... And she was always, like I said, a more uh, rambunctious, outgoing character as a female character. We know that. But what they've done is, like, they've put this chick on steroids and she's just, like, fucking, you know, banging everything in sight. I mean, it's ridiculous stuff. It's crazy, you know? No need for it. You know, they're just devaluing a a really cool character in the DC universe. And, of course, it's a woman. So, you know, whatever. I mean, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. But, um... Anyway, that's my thought on it. You know, I'm sure a lot of people disagree. You know, they just feel like, oh, fuck it. It's just, you know, some chick having sex in a comic book. Who cares? You know, move on. Don't take it so serious. I'm not really, but, you know, that's what this podcast is about. You know, just to, like, you know, talk for 20 minutes about, you know, stupid shit like this. So that's what I'm doing, talking about stupid shit like this. But, uh, um, so, yeah, you know, uh, I don't have a uh, judgment on uh, all the DC uh, 52 books. I'm going to still go through them, check them out. I've, I've liked the majority of them. But we'll see. Um, So uh, this week, we've got a couple of other books coming out. So, you know, I think Teen Titans comes out. Not really excited about that and uh, some other stuff. So we'll see where they're taking uh, the rest of these books. Um, So moving on, I did pick up, which I've been waiting for for like a whole slew of years. I think 22 years in the making is the new Teen Titans games graphic novel. It finally came out. And early reports, I think, are that this book is selling out everywhere. I mean, people were really hungry for stuff like this, you know? Um, classic Teen Titans, the way the Teen Titans were in the 80s. You know, I know a lot of people were like, you know, move on, who cares? You know, characters grow up and whatever. And absolutely true, I agree. But the nostalgia of Perez and Wolfman doing, uh, you know, Teen Titans, it's, it's exactly like Chris Claremont and John Byrne doing the X-Men. You know, it's that classic time of stories that no one can beat i mean it was just no one can do the titans like perez and wolfman do they were great the titans the reason the titans worked uh was uh, they were a family first uh superhero second that's the way i see it you know the the team was always bonded together that's why the books never sold well when they had all these other characters um and uh, so, yeah, uh, games is very intricate uh, storyline. It deals with terrorism and it deals with some familiar characters. Uh, if you are familiar with Teen Titans lore uh, back in the 80s and the 90s and such. Um, so I think you'll enjoy it if you like that kind of stuff. The art is incredible. Uh, it's George Perez had done about 70 pages 20 years ago when they started out this project. And those pages were still, you know, and uh, they were held by Marv Wolfman and him and uh, DC. And uh, they decided to, you know, throughout the years, they still, you know, obviously um, talked and, and were hoping to get this book out. And he finally did. And DC finally put it out. They got their shit together and they put this thing out. And there's kind of talk like maybe that they're going to do something like this once a year, which would be awesome if they did something like this with these Titans, you know, because it'd be like mining old stories. You know, they do that to us all the time in the back of books that we buy that we don't really want to see, like the untold story of this and the untold story of that. This would work in this format as a graphic novel. It would be awesome if they did it. You know, again, uh, I'm not going to go into details. Uh, the art is great. And, and, and Paris had to draw like another 70 pages or something or 50 pages rather uh, to finish up. And 
uh, the forward by Marv Wolfman uh, was talking about how the storyline was outdated 20 years ago. So they needed to come up with a new storyline and they had to fit it with pages that were already drawn se- uh, 20 years ago. So there were 70 plus pages that were done 20 years ago and they had to re-dialogue those pages. So that was a great job by Marv Wolfman for him to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, if you're a Titans fan, if you're a Paris fan, if you're a Wolfman fan, if you're a fan of that era, definitely pick this thing up. It's awesome. The art is great. The storyline is really like, you know, it's just it's a web of deceit and all kinds of crazy shit going on in there. Um, loved it. Enjoyed it. It's my kind of stuff. Um, again, I'd love to uh, speak to him, hopefully, at the New York Comic Con. I think he's going to be there. I don't think George is going to be there. Um, and I want to get his take on it. I want to see what they're going to be doing in the future if, if DC is going to be doing that. Um, I've got a little time here to talk about uh, Fear Itself. I've been collecting that on Marvel. Um, I don't know where to go with this book. You know, it's got kind of good storylining. Uh, you know, Matt Fraction is pretty good doing what he's doing, but you know, it's just it's the story seems to be all over the place right now. And you know, the the whole you know rumors, which I don't even know if they're rumors anymore because it just looks like it's going to happen of them getting rid of Thor yet again. I'm kind of tired of this stuff. You know, it's like it does nothing for me. Thor is my favorite character of all time ever. I'm a huge, huge, huge Avengers fan. Um, I don't care for them killing Thor again. I mean, again, it's a it's a a reflection of lazy writing, you know. Um, all these guys got is you know let's kill this character, let's kill this one, let's do this, let's get rid of this, let's take their powers away, let's kill this one, let's kill his cousin, let's kill his mother. It's fucking useless already, man. It's like I mean, get over it. I mean, do something right. Like take the character and write a good story. That's what they pay you for, don't they? I mean, I don't understand. I don't get it. It's not that hard, is it, if you're a writer, to write a story? No? I don't know. I thought that's what they used to get paid for. I can kill characters. I can kill their mother. I can kill Aunt May if I wanted to. I can erase Peter's memory. That's easy shit. Like, that's not hard. Is that hard? Let me try. Hold on. I'm going to write something down here. Erase Peter's Memory. Never married Mary Jane. Yep, there you go. That's my script for the next three Spider-Man books. There you go. Let me get my ten thousand dollars now, please. Is that is that what it takes to write comic books nowadays? I mean, I don't know. Because that's what seems to be happening. So, um. Fear itself, you know, for those that know, don't know, uh, you know, hammers are falling on the earth. It's a big, it's a big Thor storyline, you know, with Odin. Uh, there's a character, there's a character of uh, fear, uh, the god of fear, rather, and uh, he um, is coming back. He's an older character that's never been seen before, and he's had a history in the universe and all this kind of stuff. You know, that those parts are pretty good. You know, I, I like that kind of stuff. You know, those. You know, the, the superheroes are running around, you know, the earth is being destroyed. Odin's going to take us out. You know, it's the, the only way to defeat this god. And, you know, Thor's getting, you know, Thor's had some great battles. He fought like, you know, uh, uh, Asgardian versions of uh, 
the Hulk and Thing. You know, he went one on one with like these characters, and I mean, I, that I kind of liked that they're showing Thor a little more. Like you know, you know, Thor to me is the most powerful Marvel character in the universe. You know, superhero form anyway. You know, um, he can take them all out. You know, he can go one on one with the Hulk and go one on one with practically anybody um, in the Marvel universe per se. You know, in heroes. You know, so uh, I like that that they're showing that kind of stuff. You know, his gruffness and his godlike you know stature in that sense. You know. Um, and he's letting loose. Um, but the others, you know, like they've gotten rid of Captain America's shield. You know, uh, it's gone right now in the book. And and doing that to Cap, you know, again, frivolous shit. You know, I'm not going to stay uh, on, on this kind of a story, you know, to say that, you know, oh, my God, this character's shield's lost. It's not what I'm saying. It's just like. You get to see the heroes again all like discombobulated and disoriented and not knowing what to do. That's not Captain America. You know, they show him second guessing himself. Captain America, I don't care what he's been through, where he's gone. Captain America is Captain America. There's a reason why he's Captain America and everyone follows him. It doesn't matter who it is. If there's a room full of heroes and Professor X is there and Doctor Strange is there. And I mean, you can have everybody you want in there. X-Men, you know, invaders, defenders, Avengers, Squadron Supreme. Everyone's going to fall in line behind Captain America because he's Captain America. That's who he is. That's what he does. He is born and bred for that, you know? A Thor will follow him to the gates of hell if he told him. And Thor, you know, uh, me just saying that four minutes ago, that he's the most powerful uh, hero in the universe. You know, to, to, he will bow to Captain America and follow him anywhere. You know, the character is that character. To see him, you know, not knowing and bewildered and almost scared is kind of like, you know, I guess that's what they're going for. They want to shake all these characters up to the point where you're not even recognizing them anymore. So in that sense, it's disappointing. You know, I'm not really excited about it. You know, I am reading it. Again, it's, there's some moments of flash, you know, when, when the battles are going on are really good, you know. Um, but let's see. Let's see where it's going to go. I, I don't know. You know, again, if it's going to lead to, you know, Cap not having a shield anymore and you know, Iron Man's going to have a, a, an armor of aura, which is what Thor's hammer is made of. You know, it's almost practically indestructible. And, uh, you know, Thor's going to be dead again. Uh, I don't know. doesn't work for me. I don't want to buy books like that. I guess other people want to buy those books. I don't. Um, so much for the heroic age, right? Whatever happened to that? And would that last six months? You know, I remember being in a, in a, on a panel, uh, in a panel in a room in one of the cons, and you know, Marvel and Joe Quesada and these guys were talking about how the heroic age was coming and heroes are going to be back the way they were and you know, uh, we're going to see, you know, the superheroes will rise and there will be a new day and we're calling it the heroic age. And after all that dark rain crap um, and Norman Osborn and, and here we are again, you know, they're they're killing characters again. And uh, although I, I will say they killed the Bucky character, the Winter Soldier character, you know, Bucky Barnes. I was so fucking elated when they killed that guy. I hate him so much. I hate that character so much, you know. Uh, they've devalued Captain America's history by bringing that character back. Totally useless character to me. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying that. But totally, totally useless character. They should have left him dead, leave him the way he was. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I was totally excited about that. But, you know, I, I don't want to see... Uh, you know, uh, Thor dead and Cap all like with no shield and bewildered, not knowing what the fuck's going on and what's happening, what to do. It's terrible shit. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. Um, so I will reserve. Well, I'm not going to reserve judgment because I'm already judging the book. Right. I'm like, I'm totally hating it. So, but um, 
Oh, well, whatever. We digress, right? What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, to do, a, I guess, a recap. Games, definitely go get it. Pick up some of the 52 books, you know, if you're interested in, you know, if you like books like, you know, Batman, obviously, Detective Comics, you know, Joker's doing some gruesome shit in there, man. He's like, he's way out fucking crazy now. He's like, he's making the old Joker look like fucking sane. You know, it's like ridiculous what he's doing. Um, Green Lantern is going to be a slow storyline, so don't expect anything big there yet. Um, And, uh, yeah, you know, um, Resurrection Man. Pretty interesting. A um, couple other books. The Justice League book. Pretty good. Um, so, yeah. Pick those up and check it out. Good stuff there. You know, uh, I'll give DC some you know credit for doing what they're doing. You know, it looks like they're taking over Marvel this month on, uh, you know, market share. So, they're doing a good job. You know, a strong DC for comic books means a strong Marvel means a strong for everybody. You know, uh, I won't be a fan of all the books, but, you know, some other people will. You know, they're going to cancel some of those books and they're going to keep some of them. So um, I give them props for just going out and doing what they're doing. So um, with that, we'll leave you with that and join us next week. We'll be talking uh, more comic books and more shit. You know, like we'll be shooting the shit. So come back and join us. This is JR and you are listening to The Fortress on MetalMachine.net. See ya.